Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Unconventional Geek. This is episode three of season zero. This is kind of like the preliminary season, but you know, we'll work things out. Just to let you guys know, I won't be editing most of this podcast. There will be some, but there's not a lot. I generally only edit the intro, some stuff in the middle, generally to cut out those ums and uhs and things like that, you know, the things where we're thinking. And to make sure that we have an ending to the show as well. So today I have Kate and Vera joining us again for episode three. She's going to help us go through some of these topics and listen to me rant about some interesting topics. Uh, first, we talk about Let's Go Pokemon and how they changed the leveling system. Staying on topic, <laughs> we then go over to... Actually, I think we veered off topic. I don't even think we went directly into wearable techs. But after that, we then go into all the tools, not all the tools, but generally just tools that we use for streaming and how they affect our streams and how they've made things better. Uh, I think that covers everything, right, Kaden? Yeah, that's about it. All right, let's uh, let's get into the show. I, I need to figure out topics. I mean, besides me being a little irked off of uh, Pokemon let's go pokemon that that was kind of annoying that's weird it it, it honestly it reminds me of pokemon go just mm-hmm. with a story and you sit down right and you're like yes it looks exactly like how like you know the old ones maybe kind of like how red and blue the, the or red and green the remakes started okay i honestly never played those I liked those. Like, that, like the that, remake. Yeah, that was like the last one I really played. Like I have Pearl or Moon or whatever the last one whatever was. Whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and that one just, I didn't even really get into it. It just threw me off the way that you had to play. Pokemon has changed so much over the years. I think it's lost me. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Like that I haven't second. played it in a really long time. Oh. All right, sorry. Uh, so... Yeah. Yeah, I had to change my headphones, so I'm using like a closed back headphones, and I needed them okay. to be like pass through, so that way I could hear my voice and hear how my sound was. Otherwise, well, it just sounded really weird. Like I was like, like the the peanuts character or whatever. All right, so here's some topics I've been wanting to talk about. We can talk about Pokemon Go for a little bit, though. That's fine. Yeah. That bothered that bothered the crap out of me, though. Like uh, the whole, you know, let's let's get rid of the battle system really bugs me because I thought the battle grind was what kind of made Pokemon. Yeah. So that's so. There's no. I know you can battle trainers, but that doesn't level you at all with it. It, it just is it levels thing. you. But because you're not battling other Pokemon, it's not really the level system. I'm confused. So you still get experience from trainers, right? Okay. But that doesn't mean, like, like there aren't enough trainers to, like, progress you from what point A to point B before the next gym. So you gain your experience by capturing Pokemon. Which, yeah, I understand in the, the like shows and stuff, he didn't really battle Pokemon, like the wild Pokemon. He just captured them. 
but he also didn't sit around one spot waiting for a rare Pokemon to come out and capture five billion of them just to get a shiny version of them. That that sorry, that's that's the irritating part. Like, I was I don't understand why they would change it like that. That's so silly. Yeah, and, and, and like a part of me is excited about it, right? Because you know you you do th- you, you get to walk around and like Pokemon are freely walking through the grass and you can actually see them appear and stuff. But that's cool. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's cool and all, but at the same time, it's like, what happened? Like, like I, I literally, I went from Pallet Town all the way okay. through the forest. The only part that took me the longest time was trying to get to the Bulbasaur. Like, I wanted a Bulbasaur. And I, mean, I saw someone say that that's, like, one of the hardest ones to get or something with the way that this one is. Yeah, so basically, I did get it the first time to pop up, but then it ran away. So then I had to, like, go through the whole let's capture, like, 10, 10 of this Pikachu just to get a bolt of rare type to show up. Or you can just wait. I, I found out today you can just wait. That's weird. Yeah. And that's what like, kind of irks There's me. just so much of this is weird to me. I'm like, why? And so <laughs> you're you're using more of your your coin which you do get a lot more from like your the rare battles that you do have but you have to buy pokeballs you and you have to find berries and what's kind of cool is you find more pokeballs along the way and you find these berries like the pokemon that's walking around next to you like i posted a screenshot in foxfire and you could see bulbasaur behind me and i had eevee on my head but Mm -hmm. the bulbasaur the one that's the pokemon that you choose to walk around outside of the ball they'll actually direct themselves like if they find something they'll like alert you right oh, okay. they'll, they'll, ha- they'll have like an exclamation mark that comes up above their head and it's like oh something's over here and then they'll like run over to where it's at and then then they'll try to find that or you have to go up to the pokemon and like click it like the action button um that that that's how you get berries i've at least noticed i can't figure out how to buy berries anywhere else it's just weird to me how much of it is like i expected it to basically be old pokemon but just in new graphics and where you have either pikachu or eevee with you like pokemon yellow was yeah and that's what i thought it was gonna be not like i guess if they did call it pokemon let's go so i mean yeah, but at the, at the same time, it's like, why remove the system that a lot... I think what's the issue that is... That everyone is, was in love with and yeah, what I made think, your game. I think what they want to do is bring in that younger generation that's been playing, like, Pokemon Go with their parents and stuff. I think they want to encapsulate that and bring it into the games themselves. Yeah, but... Yeah, no, that's I exactly know. how I feel. <laughs> I I went from Pallet Town, like I was saying, to like the to the forest, which normally yeah, would take a little you, bit of time. You, it, you were already level twelve by the end of it. Yeah, I was that. thirteen like, or twelve. Like my highest Pokemon is fourteen, and, and it ranged. Yeah, in the old ones you'd still be grinding to get to like seven or eight. Yeah, no. Well, okay. So when I redid Blue, like the second time I did Blue through, I crushed the game like i broke the whole entire leveling system because <laughs> i like sat there inside the forest and sat there like you know the town before you get to the forest i sat there in the area be- before the pokemon league and just trained like my main pokemon and got them to like level 20 
five, and I couldn't even control them when I got to the actual like Brock's gym. Oh, they weren't acting right. For yeah, you because you had leveled them too much. Yeah, and that was like without a game shark. Yeah. It was just me breaking the whole entire game. I did that before on accident. I didn't realize that it was going to hit a point where it was like they don't obey you. I was like, but what? <laughs> yeah, like I was so I, Shit. I, I, I was young, you know. I didn't realize that that was a thing. I didn't realize that could happen. <laughs> Dude, you still don't read. I, I don't read. Yeah. My my poke. <laughs> Let's go Pokemon. I set the text to fast scroll because first of all, you, I thought I button smash like on the Game Boy. I'm sitting there pressing the freaking A button trying to skip through half of this stuff because it doesn't allow you to like insta text things. And it's like, well, well that's also like uh, with that one, the Pokemon, a lot of it is just like sort of meaningless story. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot that you can just skim and get through because it's predictable. The story like you don't play pokemon to have like some surprising story you play pokemon to catch pokemon and battle pokemon like yeah you're not expecting to have some sort of crazy story like in in, RPG, in battle like team, team, team rocket you know you battle team rocket and yeah you battle bad so guys it's a very you... linear game and the, the i think the issue i have with this whole let's catch more to like get rare pokemon or to get the shiny form it's like how do you get the shiny form of a bulbasaur if it randomly appears you know like or it takes forever for it to appear because yeah, your i never really got into the shiny and, and because I, I asked i asked uh someone yeah. who like pokemon's their thing i was like so what's the point of the shiny and it's just like pokemon it's, go there's nothing to it it's just, just a rarity shiny. yeah they're pretty yeah, yeah. like that's i never really got into it's all the hol it's the holographic of the pokemon game it's like uh, that's that to me that's annoying. yeah that's that's basically all it is. And I'm sure there's Pokemon like hunters and stuff out there that are like right now just like what? But you know, <laughs> it, it's. I think for me, it's because shinies. The concept of shinies got introduced later, and the only Pokemon that I super hardcore played was Red, Blue, and Yellow. So, and I so own, that wasn't a thing. I, I have own... other ones that I've beaten. But I never really truly played them as much compared to the original ones. Yeah, I've owned Pokemon since Game Boy Color, mm -hmm. all the way to like whenever Fire and Red came out. I I don't think I bought anything past that and actually beat it. Mm -hmm. Um, so when Fire Red and uh Leaf Green came out, I played those all the way through. And when I say I owned all of them, I literally owned every variant of them. <laughs> Because being an only child, you get bored and want to play the other versions and want the other Pokemon. Uh, I, True. I, I didn't have many friends, okay? Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> it's a sad moment. With that, but it's like, such a sad I'm, moment. I'm just going to not touch that. That's too easy. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's the issue I have with Pokemon it, right now is... We're at this weird stage where it's like they're trying to capture this new generation, I guess, and they're to me they're losing the older generation. Like they're keeping it kind of, you know, like with the older story and stuff. But even then, your rival isn't really a rival. He's super friendly. That bugged the crap out of me. That <laughs> that's been like that though. That's been like that for quite I, a few of the recent new ones. Like I it remember me. the first time it happened, it was like. Here's the other person. I'm like, okay, who's this little shit that I'm going to have to play against? And that's not the other. And they're like, hi, we're going to be friends. We're going to help each other. I was like, what? You know what I still no. called? You know what I still called him? 
I called him Gary. I was like, do you still call him Gary? <laughs> I literally, oh, and that's another thing. They don't have pre-filled names. Or at least, no? No, so like, I didn't have a pre-filled name and nor did Gary. It was blank. So I had what? to actually type out Gary. And you know me in spelling. I actually had to Google how to spell Gary because I wanted to add two R's instead of one. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> and so I was like, this is weird. Like, I, I'm used to being able to just like, press 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 insert fill for me but i guess just different generations you know but so if i didn't spend so much time going after that bulbasaur i could have easily have already been on to misty and that's mm -hmm. the issue i have with the game is i had the game for barely like two hours and i would already have been which honestly an hour per gym is about what i average in red and blue I think part it, of but that, that was... too is games are simpler now in general because the attention span just isn't there like it used to be for big grinds. Like even World of Warcraft had That's... the whole like well, less grindy aspect. I think I think that was, how it was Blizzard was like we want more money. How do we bring in a different a different? Also, the uh, thing though, I mean, gamer. like that's one of the things though that's changing is people aren't wanting to have to play things where you have to grind for a bajillion years to I, get something. I would play a game where I had to grind if they weren't creating a new version almost every year to every two years. Well, and then but, that's another part of it too, is it's things last a year. And so they're not going to make a game that you're going to have to spend the better part, just trying to get through like the beginning, the intro. It's true. I mean, not everything's Dark Souls or Bloodborne. <laughs> I heard Bloodborne pissed people off so bad it was worse than Dark Souls. There was some game, I think it was called like Blood Rain. Are you sure you're not thinking of Bloodborne? Something. No, I know I'm not because mm -hmm. what happened, it was whenever Patrick and I first got the PS4 and we each bought, um, you know, a couple games for it. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing one and I was thinking of Bloodborne when I saw it and the cover art looked cool. It was like medieval-y magic kind of thing mm -hmm. so i was like oh i'm gonna pick this up this looks cool and it was on sale and i can't i cannot for the life of me remember what it was but it was um like that sort of medieval magic sort of skyrim kind of feel game but the people that talked talked in like 2000 dialect slang like american <laughs> slang it was like what's up dog the most fucking as he's riding a, thing as he's riding a dragon through a medieval like, town it was so i'm like walking around i was like i don't th this is not how these people should be i'm so confused like it it was so, so jarring and disconjointed between like the dialogue they chose for the game and the actual setting of the game i was like okay what why did they think this would be okay so like I feel like it's the remake of like how they did Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, uh, I guess. I don't but, know. It was weird. It was. It's like the sci-fi movie version, like you know, like the sea movies. Like it was that. I was Bloodborne. <laughs> I was just like, what is this garbage that I picked up? I never finished it. But <laughs> Jesus, I just remember when uh, we we started playing it, we we're like, wait, what? What's what's happening here? These <laughs> words that you speak are these part is, of the game? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is not making sense. I don't understand. 
sometimes I miss the games from like PlayStation Two, but then I go back and like play them, or even PlayStation, and I go back and play them, and I go, I can see why we we got new games. <laughs> like, like I understand now what happened. But I I feel like for Pokemon Go, anyways, we're or not Pokemon Go, but Pokemon in general, I think for me personally, I will have always stopped after like the second generation. Like, I don't think I've really kept up with anything outside of the second generation. Maybe the third. Except mm-hmm. for that weird looking cartoon Pikachu thing that they drew and is yeah. in the game. I have no clue. I feel like that is what well, I'm not even going to finish. That, that Pikachu or whatever it is, just scares the crap out of me. Out of which one? The 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 Pikachu that not the not the Pika P, but the the one that looks like a hand drawn character. It looks like someone was just like, I'm gonna draw a Pikachu hand drawn for my first drawing ever. Are you talking about like the meme, the one that's going around as a meme right now? Oh no. Um. All right. You you guys are gonna hear some clicking going on. Also, side note, I totally accidentally launched a comp game. How, how do you was... launch a comp game? Accident. All right, we'll take a break. I'm cutting it here. <laughs> okay. I was like, like, I clicked. The creepy Pikachu that I was talking about is called yeah. Mimikyu. Mimi, yeah, Mimikyu. Oh, that's not a Pikachu. That's a whole other Pokemon. Yeah, no, I understand that. But it looks like a Pikachu. Like, it, okay. it uses, what, a disguise or something? It, or... like, mimics the Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Are you recording, by the way? Did you start your recording back? Oh, I never stopped. I'm just cutting out. X You're just going to cut out that yeah. entire, like, 30 minutes there of me it was screaming? Fif- it was 15. I, I can't Oh, okay. Or it 20. felt much longer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a Mimi oh. cue. And uh, so, I don't know. That, that really threw me off. But I don't know where this conversation was going, but it is definitely dead now. Um, I'm still gonna end up pl- finishing Pokemon Let's Go. That so that's a thing. I I you know I can't stop it. And with the holidays coming up and me not going to be at a computer or a PS4, even though I guess I could bring my PS4, the the Switch is just so much easier to travel with, especially since I have my cat with me. Yeah, that's I, true. I'll be finishing this game by the end of the weekend, at least the physical battling part, because I can't see getting to the elite four being hard in this game now See, collecting all that's the... no fun well like so because i feel like the leveling system is so broken all i have to do is go catch like 20 Just pokemon keep the but same only levels that specific pokemon right no it levels your entire party for every pokemon you catch it levels everything in your party oh yeah so that's why I that's why I had a whole team. But you know the weird thing is battling battling still only levels the Pokemon that were out. It well, maximizes level. Does that make sense? Because technically they still get leveling, but they don't actually get as much experience. Um Okay. Yeah, they get like the extra yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So so yeah. But when catching, they all level and they all get roughly the same amount of XP per. That's what it seems. Some still do level faster, and I'm still not sure what drives that. And then you also have small and large Pokemon, and someone's like, oh, well, maybe that's like the Pokemon next to you as it's walking around. I have not noticed a difference. So on top of just catching Pokemon, you have small 
or tiny, large, shiny. You have different types of shiny. And then you have rare Pokemon. So, why? while they simplified it so much that it feels easier to go through, I feel like it's going to be harder to actually catch those rare Pokemon, which I guess is a very valid and good point, you know? So now it's less about grinding and leveling up your Pokemon and more about catching... Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's more ones. it's more about catching all the different ones, which is good, right? But they still got rid of the battling aspect that I liked about it because I could kill time by battling such and such Pokemon. Now I'm just flicking my wrists every five seconds. Oh, and that's <gasps> another thing. <laughs> Didn't say shaking. I said flicking. <laughs> PG-13 stream, guys. Yeah, no, this is way beyond a fucking PG-13 uh, <laughs> podcast by this point. Um, it, that's why, like, Anchor has, like, when I post this, it has, like, clean or explicit for my podcast. I'm going, where's the mature? <laughs> like, like, Did you just hear a noise through my mic, by the way? No. Because someone just had a very large fart. <laughs> You, the dogs, or Patrick? Patrick. <laughs> no, that didn't come through. Though when he talks, I hear it. Yeah. But, I don't that know. That was a good I'll... moment. <laughs> um, so, yes. moving on from Pokemon before I get even more <laughs> triggered, I will probably finish it, and that, that's going to be the end of this subject because I get triggered, apparently, by this, this game now. Um, So, we have a couple of things I've been wanting to talk about that isn't streaming related but they're definitely technology related um i know that you are a razor fangirl yeah and um like mildly putting it you know i i wasn't gonna call you a whore on podcasts but uh you're a razor whore right like that's what everybody yes, calls themselves. 100 <laughs> <laughs> like so you I'm know i'm gonna deny that one so uh Razer just recently released a router. This is going to get into my other technology stuff. I just wanted to start this off. They recently released a router, and uh, we've made a very good point on the internet that they forgot to include their Chroma Ethernet cable. How'd they miss this opportunity? I don't know. Right? I just imagine, though, like a Chroma cable like dangling there for all the people that have cats. Like... <laughs> Just like batting oh my, it. <laughs> it would be such chaos for all well, the cat see, owners out there. <laughs> so, you know, over-engineering things and having kind of like that engineer mindset where I want to break down everything and like try to figure out how it works. I was thinking about this, right? We already have fiber optics and you have spitifs, which is for, you know, like uh, sound and audio. Uh, SPDIF mm -hmm. or something like that is what it's called. And that's literally just a light going back and forth through an optical cable. So... I was thinking, I was like, well, since it's not going to be used for data transfer, they could just use it for the literal color transfer, and they could literally put it inside of a braided cable. Okay. And have you ever seen those, uh, like, the twinkling lights that people do, like, ceiling mods with and stuff like that, where it's, like, individual fiber strands and stuff? They could poke mm -hmm. them through the, the braided cable, and then you would literally have, like, almost that chroma effect. You can make it do any type of motion, whatnot. The only issue is is they would have to make, like... They would have to put the control for that lighting somewhere into 
the router itself because it would need a like a, almost a proprietary connection. So it would have to, to have like its own little software application, just like the other Razer Gear, to activate the Chroma through Synapse. Well, not not even software. Well, it would be like an app. They probably have it through an app, but they yeah. would need like a proprietary end on one end, and then an Ethernet port to every other device. So you would be like locked down into their cables. And it would cost Ugh. so much, so that's why, like, when someone commented and they were like, "Yeah, this this is going to be eighty five dollars for this one meter cable," I was like, "More like fifty dollars for the one meter, and then for the one point five, it's going to be a hundred because you know, proprietary. They gotta make a huge jump for such little." But it mm. it it was just like I started thinking about. It, I was like, "Yeah, there's they could do like a generic like illuminating cable where lighting just came out." but for a literal RGB, I think it would be too much. It would definitely not be practical. And then we go into the net. We go into like, how would it, how flexible would it be? You know, like it could only bend so much and ethernet cables. I don't know if you've ever seen one get like ran and obviously you wouldn't use Chroma behind a wall, but it it, it gets bent all the crap. Like you, you don't, I mean, sometimes you got to be careful about it, but you know, you you bend it, you push up against walls. Generally, routers aren't like a display thing, anyways. They're generally. I mean, with this one, if we're talking about like a Chroma cable, though, this would be the exception to where you would actually display it. Yeah, you would you'd, treat it. You'd like you put it on the wall like... in a design pattern. Then... Yeah, well, like even the uh, what is it? They make like the Philips strip lights that people line on their mm-hmm. desk. It would be like that. Yeah, I have those thrown behind a couch underneath it just so that way yeah. it puts light around it. Um, so it's like that, but these would be chroma. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm horrible at cable management. I've had people comment on my cable management before, and I just tell them, yeah, are you going to do something about it? <laughs> because I it's a pain. I just don't care. <laughs> like, I get it. It's bad to have cables, like, going across where you, like, put your feet up and stuff because you can pull on cables or you can give wear to them. But at the same time, it's like, then I have to actually take, like, three hours just for me to, like, go, how does this route, does this actually reach? You know, yeah, it's I think like, for me, it's just more of a, you know, I can do it like this, and this is good enough and out of the way enough that it's not causing me problems. Your, your desk so. isn't on camera enough to really, like show off yeah. or care about the cable management right so yeah it's like it's not really an issue for me so go, going back to that foldable or bendable topic um samsung and a couple other companies have been showing and concepting bendable phones or you know the whole whole bendable screens and then samsung actually had a concept demo where they showed bendable phones would this be something that you're interested in when I say it's a bendable mm-hmm. phone, I mean it folds in half onto itself, like the whole screen. Honestly, I don't know. It but, seems unnecessary. Like, could you could you figure out any use case where you would need a phone and then turn it into a tablet besides reading? As a general consumer, I mean, I know that you have the Razer phone, which most people would say is unnecessary, but like we said before... You're kind of a Razer <laughs> fan girl. It's wonderful, completely <laughs> necessary. Um, I don't. I just don't see the point of having a phone that can bend. Like, why? So, so if if we take that concept, right, the whole bendable technology and being able to have screens and different things and applications, this this could easily transfer over into wearable watches that 
contour to your like literal wrist so the screen would bend at least well, see that, that makes curb. sense because you're making it like it's a more aesthetic thing yeah that and, makes sense to me and i think that's where people are like they they hear foldable phone and it's like oh my god why would we ever need that but you know just what five years ago however long the note's been out people were like why do we need a phablet you know so if I we exactly i don't have one of those though. um your phone is the size of the original note like note phone <laughs> it's fine fine everything's fine <laughs> so it brings you to the thing it's like yeah you're gonna have these like foldable phones and people are gonna like kind of like knock on it and be like why do we need that or like wow those bezels are so large but it wasn't just long ago that we had these super big bezels you know that didn't go edge to edge and so that brings us into like this technology while it might not be practical for phones and it might not last long just like you know how people the 3d screens didn't really last long in devices and things like that oh my god i forgot they even did that oh no <laughs> there's a whole nother company that's doing this they're calling it oh it's like holographic Oh, I just clicked a pin <laughs> into the microphone. Um, they they call it like holograph. It's not holographic. They have some like special name for it. But have you heard? You've heard of the camera brand Red, right? Just Red. Yes, I think they're, so. They're like a really super high end, expensive camera, but they announced that they were releasing this phone, which it looks super rigged, rigged, rugged, rigged, <laughs> rigged. It's rigged, yo. It's rigged. It's rigged. Awesome. Um, no, it's super rugged and. Like it's, they have a titanium version coming out, and they're gonna have modules for it, which everybody's excited about. But they're so far behind that by the time this phone gets out, it's just going to flat out fall on its face compared to its competitors. Mm. That and they they also like put in this technology that's not really new. It's like that three D screen technology that we were talking about, where you don't need glasses. That passive three D. Okay. And and so it's like. While it might not last long in phones, I see this technology being excellent use cases for like your your watches or even like glasses because that means that if it can bend, that means it's somewhat transparent. So maybe there's a way that we can make it transparent and put it like as the actual lens. I think. Oh well, they make flexible. Um, I guess not lenses. I was like, I know they make flexible frames. Yeah, and um, when, when when I mean flexible, I mean they they have it to the point where they can literally bend the screen in half onto itself, right? So yeah. it's it's not just like oh I can bend it at this ninety degree or not ninety, but like you know and make it do an arch. It's like oh I can collapse it on itself and do this ninety degree, or I guess that'd be like a three sixty almost bend. Um, and I think that would yeah. that really helps with. Uh, bring into yeah, your, would be your age cool for that like just the durability of it for things like glasses and uh what's it called you know watches and stuff like that that would make sense i just i'm just still trying to think of a an instance where i would be like i want to bend my phone in half like uh, and what's weird is it's not even that big of a screen. They were saying that it's it's almost like the size of a seven inch tablet. And in my head, I'm going, well, my phone's already a six inch screen, so why? Yeah, I'm sitting here looking at my phone, so I'm like, okay, so even then, when you were like saying the book example, like that'd be too small to do that with. Yeah, because I actually I get annoyed when I'm reading a book on a seven inch tablet, unless it's an e ink screen, you know, because. 
the seven inch tablet just doesn't seem right for books to me. It just, I don't know. I mean, I, I still prefer reading book book. It's easier to read a book oh. than a phone. Nah. If you're reading, what? if you're reading a full length book, it's easier to do. Patrick in a the book. background. What blasphemy? Nobody what? reads books anymore. Nobody <laughs> reads. I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, that's my take on it because, like, the first thing I thought about, okay, so maybe it's not the foldable phones that we focus on because there's so much backlash on them maybe it's the foldable phones means newer modern like tech you know for like hoodies or for i don't know i i could see it coming in handy on like a a jacket or something you know it like has like the outside temperature it has like your inside temperature i don't know something like that like just on like a little screen that's that can be washed and flexible with your clothing why because humans are needy and we want to advance everything okay i mean we want terminator to happen let's be honest everybody but wants like, skynet gosh don't you there notice? there needs to be like some sort of practicality to it well and yeah i mean but that's the thing is while i'm saying these things of it being in your like jacket like that that might not be for everyday use that might be for like people who live in like alaska or People well, yeah, who... but that's the thing, though. If you're doing things for, like, tiny markets like that, that's generally not going to happen because it's a tiny market, so they're not going to be able to turn a profit. True, but I'm just saying it's interesting how these things could advance. Th- those were just my takes that things could happen that way. They could go into clothing oh. or it could go, like, onto something that's more used for athletic stuff also. <laughs> like, taking vitals and stuff could be, like, embedded into your clothing if the uh, screen is small enough, right? Or flexible enough and durable enough. Now, I'm not saying it's waterproof. I'm just saying that, you know, it's a possibility. Like, active gear that actually, like, takes vitals right off of your clothing. It'd be interesting. I just went from foldable screens onto active gear. That was completely way off subject, but... I'm just trying to figure out how any of that would even look. What, like a screen on, like, like, like a tank top or something? It would be so unnecessary. Like, are you thinking like a six inch screen? Because I'm only thinking like a, like a calculator size screen. Like, like even... any screen, just unnecessary. <laughs> You're like, clothes like, don't need screens, Carlin. Why? Like, because it would be hard to see on yourself. And. I just don't see that being implemented, really. I mean, they already have, like, masks that have screens on them. Well, that's different. That's masks. That's a whole scene. The only <laughs> thing I could think of, like, a flexible screen would be cool if you could do, like, a, a wrist cuff kind of thing for, like, hospitals to read vitals that would also be a protector for um, IV port. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be practical. This is this is real life. There's no practicality in real life. Oh wait, that's video games. Um, <laughs> like that would be cool. But yeah, I mean, th- those were just some yeah. some things that I heard, and I hadn't quite been able to talk about foldable phones just yet on the podcast, and that's something I wanted to bring up because Keeks like foldable phones, right? <laughs> because foldable phones yeah i mean i'm sure that people are gonna eat it up no matter what because they're just like you are a razor fan girl there are yeah. plenty 
uh, I mean, there's people that'll buy Samsung anything. Like if there's something on the internet, there's someone in the world that will pay money for it. Like that's just how yeah. it is. Like <laughs> it, it's one of those things that I just go, hmm. You know, even if Apple comes out with the world's stupidest product, not saying they haven't, people oh. are going to buy it. Yep. I mean, because I am Apple. I I am thinking about buying the iPad Pro, but that's because I saw someone edit video on it flawlessly. Mhm. And I mean, that thing looked more smooth than my desktop. <laughs> really? For yes. like a full-on video? They edit? they were editing 4K footage imported like imported editing, from like, the camera onto when you the say timeline. Editing. Are you talking about like basic like Lightroom adjusting and like trimming or are we talking about like editing like what I do to my like YouTube videos that have like memes? They they so well first of all they've been filming for a while so you know their scenes are going to be nicely spaced out on their timeline or their video feed. Uh-huh. But they chopped it, they color graded it they adjusted the audio to it and then like moved it around on the timeline a three minute video in full k full 4k resolution granted i don't know if the preview quality was 4k but it there wasn't any skipping in the preview you know how like sometimes like insert it has that like rendering buffer kind of thing yeah and this thing was flawless i'll send you the video after this it was actually a tldr I think is the name of the channel that did it. Uh, Jonathan Morris is the tech reviewer. T L D R. Yeah. Uh, T L D. Oh no. Name of the channel is T L D today. I'm horrible with remembering names guys. And that's something you'll learn about me. I just, Mm. I'm horrible at it. Um, I, I, I've known Caden forever now and I don't know how long it took me to know how to spell Caden or Vieira. And sometimes I even get Vera wrong. Just because a lot of people do, to be fair, on that one. <laughs> I'll, I'll give I'll give you that one. <laughs> and what's funny is like you'd think I'd make it a point for me to remember like how to spell people's names or spell things because people misspell my name and mispronounce my name all the time. I mean like it's like Carlin is not a normal name or something. So I'm trying to figure out like how I mean I could see how they would right. misspell it. I don't know. I've seen Caden spelled four different ways. I've seen like, Carlin spelled so many ways now. I I think I've seen it every way, until yeah. they just completely don't spell it at all. You'll still full sign find another one. I'm sure. That's just, it's weird. Yeah. So foldable time. <laughs> You're like, so how does this foldable stuff like? Why would I'm still just trying to think of like. But the the also the kicker is is you know how I'm having a hard time like paying a thousand dollars for a phone right now like just oh, the how much cons- would it be it's two thousand dollars that they're suspecting oh hell no yeah so <laughs> some of it was uh there is estimations of 1700 to 2000 and 100 and i was going no i like, i don't know how PC i would see for that much money that's a like, good pc that's a good tablet now like yeah, i could like buy that's... the one terabyte ipad pro with like an i7 uh-huh. in it and that you could buy so many things yeah with that. it's like it's insane no <laughs> just no <laughs> which i mean to be fair when 
the note came out and it was $800, people raised an eyebrow and said, you're crazy, but then people went and bought it. So <laughs> that being said, but See, that's one thing I will say about the Razer phone is it's actually pretty cheap compared to other phones, like other high tier smartphones. So the camera ha -ha. quality is where you, you, you lose the, where it starts not shining, but I mean, it is a gaming phone in all fairness. Yeah. And that's the thing that they don't market it to be a great camera. And to be fair, it would be silly for them to try and compete with that when Apple very much has that market cornered. What's funny is a lot of people think Apple do, but Apple struggles against the Pixel. Uh, Are they struggling against Pixel? <laughs> so Pixel 3 actually has some of, like, it depends on the setting, but they have some of the best pictures out right now, or Pixel 2, one of the two. Um, the Pixel 3, though, the one that they just released, has this mode called Night Mode on it. And oh, okay. holy crap, I don't think I've ever, like, I've taken clear photos like it, on my DSLR, but I've had to have that thing on like a tripod and like an oh, aperture cool. of high, <laughs> like, you know, all these different settings adjusted, but this thing just takes it. And some of the pictures I've mm. seen in a completely dark area, it blows my mind. Like, um... Okay, I'll have to look at that. I saw like one review saying that the Razer phone camera is good if you download like the Pixel camera port for your phone because people are saying it's or they're claiming that it's an, a software issue, not a hardware issue, mm -hmm. um, which I could see because, I mean, the Razer camera app is very, you know, it's a basic camera app. But I don't I don't know. I still don't think it would capture, like, colors and things as well as, like, the Pixel or the iPhone or the Samsungs do. Like, some of these are obviously going to be grainy because, you know, it's still nighttime and, you know, we're – we're just using AI to enhance these photos or not AI, mm -hmm. but the, the software to enhance these photos. But you can like, you'll see dark screens of like the pre picture and then you'll see almost every detail in the photo. And then to be able to capture like just the color and the object of the objects in that photo and not really have anything but camera software. It's like, why is this not in every phone or That's even like dumb. every, like, <laughs> every freaking item you know now like i feel like this needs to be like open source and just like put out there like make this better <laughs> like right next time next time um i mean for now i'm enjoying using my mirrorless camera so yeah now i've actually thought about switching over to a mirrorless camera um, i like the the size of it it's it's a lot more convenient to work with it's convenient it's lightweight mm -hmm. but it's still funny how canon um just like missed the mark and didn't even put like i think they dropped 4k or something they didn't put 4k in their mirrorless camera and it's like but sony and all these other cameras <laughs> and people just like scratch their head at canon and you know canon i'm sure has their reasons because they have a certain profile pic that they're going for but that's a whole maybe trying to like perfect it for their cameras oh, yeah, too for before sure. they put it out like it's better to hold off then put out something that's not finished and then people would be saying wow they really dropped the ball on this and they're pros like so i don't know for me 4k is not a huge deal yeah um, I, I think 4k is more for those like every day like the people who make 
content living right now. Like, I don't think 4K is for everyone because even our phones right now have a limit on how long they can even record 4K for the most part before overheating. Razer displays 4K. Just yeah. saying. Every um. Most phones nowadays display 4K. <laughs> Beautiful on the Razer screen. <laughs> that that 120 hertz really does help Razer for sure. This is, this is actually just a Razer ad podcast. Sponsor me. <laughs> sponsor this podcast. This is where I'd insert a sponsor if I had one. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> I'll even take sponsorships from Fairly Odd Parents. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> draw me in so as a cartoon character as as payment. I that I'll gladly be on Fairly Odd Parents for sponsorship. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, to be honest. That would be like a childhood dream, just like check, <laughs> like, <laughs> like in favorite cartoon or one of favorite cartoons. Check. My life is complete. What about our wedding, honey? We had a wedding. Our wedding. <laughs> as your as your son stares at you, Dad. What, what about my birth? <laughs> Who nope, are you? Nope. Who None are you, of that Timmy? Compared to this, now you know where I get my parenting skills from. <laughs> God, when I look back at Fairly Odd Parents and their parenting skills, <laughs> scares the crap out of me. Um. I never really watched that one, to be honest. It's gold. Some of the like, some of the things they say in there, especially going back and rewatching it, they have some yeah, like moments. Cool. Especially See, Cal that one was a little after my time. Also, Cow and Chicken. I didn't really. Oh, I like watched that. I didn't really like the show, but oh my god, the innuendos in that show! It's it's like almost as bad as Rock of Modern. Uh, yeah. Life. See, uh, and those are what I watched. I, I watched all of those, and I watched yeah. those. the one I didn't get into until after I kind of grew up was SpongeBob. I did not understand SpongeBob when I was younger. I was I was never really a SpongeBob person. I don't know. I just couldn't. It's a sponge that talks. I just yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, and this is going to be slightly <laughs> weird because we're going from video games to tech. And now we're going to talk about some software tech. Um, let's talk about some streaming software that uh, almost every streamer is probably using nowadays because OBS rules the world mm -hmm. when it comes to free streaming and just streaming in general, any type of streaming and recording. But yep. it was cool to see how Streamlabs, and I know this isn't new news, but it's still cool to watch Streamlabs progression take OBS modify it and then from what i can tell they still use like the encoder and like all this other stuff from obs and like the layout but then they scrapped it and created their own like launcher or hardware around it because from what i can tell that uh the launcher that they're using only works on like windows 7 and above okay. it doesn't work on any other os like obs does where it works on linux and mac which is probably one of the reasons why OBS like r rules the world when it comes to streaming everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the design and stuff and went before Streamlabs even like started to become a thing. Bebo was uh, releasing their streaming app, and what's funny is now they they've gotten away from 
their streaming app and have gone to this tournament software that's actually a plugin for Streamlabs. So in my head, it's just like, oh, this is kind of ironic, but at the same time, it's sad because both are really cool projects that Bebo had to decide between. And uh, to see them say like, yeah, we just, we, our dedication's more focused on this was actually, I think, a very respectable thing. But then I go into their chat to like, you know, talk to the original people and just kind of like catch up. And mm-hmm. I see people going like, where's the streaming app? And I think, I think Streamlabs just came in and dominated. No offense to Bebo. I think they're a great company and I think that they did great work. I think Streamlabs just dominated because they already had such a big presence that they were just able to integrate it so quickly into well, all these different things. So many people use Streamlabs already for Twitch alerts and labels and everything. So they already had all of that side. Yeah. Tipjar, they had a lot of the add-ons. So all they really needed to do was combine that with the, the OBS software. And so many streamers used both. It was just, it made sense. It was a really good move. And I had issues. Yeah. What's funny is you had issues with getting Bebo to work at the very beginning, and I had yeah. issues getting Streamlabs to work at the very yeah. beginning. So... Bebo did not like my computer. <laughs> I don't know why, but I would try Bebo, and my computer was just having none of it. So I just stuck with OBS Studio for the longest time. But then I recently, I, I've been using just the Streamlabs OBS, and... Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. I like it. It's just so easy. And and you know, I I want to say I almost feel sorry for every other competitor out there right now that's getting into like like stream elements and all those types of things. They're getting into that whole like labels and stuff like that, overlays and things honest, like that. I use stream elements for um my alert. Really. So mm-hmm. so, why do you choose them over for your alerts over Streamlabs? Was it? A... I use, yeah. So I use I use Streamlabs for my bits and donation alerts. Um, but then I use uh, Stream Elements for my follow and sub alerts because um, one I can set up two different browser sources for it. So I have like one browser source that's for my in game, and then one for my um like my camera in between game scene. Mm-hmm. And then I have separate alert boxes, obviously for each scene there and the alert boxes, I can actually have them at different levels of, or different volumes for the different browser sources. Whereas Streamlabs, okay. it's locked in at whatever volume. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to be able to have it a little bit quieter for my in-game scene, especially since I'm usually doing like, comp overwatch so it's not quite so jarring you mean you um, don't like getting freaked out every time someone donates subs or subs right. or follows right <laughs> it's not like it's not so much that it, it startles me because i mean my my alerts aren't like scary or surprising noises and i'm i'm i know what to listen for with them um but it's more so just because it would like drown out the comms which is problematic mm-hmm. in in competitive games so yeah but um, so that's why that's honestly the main reason why I use uh, stream elements is for that for the separate volume control. So because I think that's super nice. It it might be safe to say that Streamlabs might have the market dominated for this. What well, I'm going to call a very niche market because you're a market within a market almost. You're you're 
focused towards streaming and you're focused on streamers on like Twitch and YouTube. I, I don't even know if Streamlabs integrates with anything other than Twitch and YouTube right now. Um, Probably maybe Facebook gaming. I know that that seems to have been picking up lately. That's because Facebook has so much money they can just go make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Do things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like one of those things that's like Streamlabs make it easy for the new people to come in. But I know that we've we've been doing this for a while. Like even though we're not like super big or anything, we definitely have been in the streaming area arena for a while and we've been here longevity. So we're like, we don't like this. We want this. And you know, like we know what we're looking yeah. for, but for those people that are just coming in when they download Streamlabs, there's like Streamlabs everything. And, and even yeah, I think that's another thing that really helped pocket their source is the fact that someone brand new to streaming can just load up Streamlabs and be like, go through their little library of um, overlays and themes. And it's all pretty, the, the, the software with it, with it all being integrated like that is super intuitive to use. Whereas like OBS studio, if you were using that and everything else, you kind of needed to do a little, a little research to figure out how you were going to put in different labels and how you're going to put in different alerts and you know, all that. So Streamlabs has just done a really good job of making it a one-stop shop for starting for beginning streamers. Yeah, for sh for sure, and and that's like even I use some of their templates, right? Like I, I use uh I think this one called Desert just for like my live stream, like when it's me just chatting, when for my be right back and for my start screen, just because I'm kind of lazy and I haven't like I haven't updated my uh, sorry I'm offline screen since I started streaming. <laughs> Oh, I know. So, you don't play, like, any of the games that are on that offline screen. I mean, anymore. I play Block Ops 4, so it's just, like, the upgraded version of the well, Black Ops now, that show. Well, just now, like, recently, though, like, <laughs> It just month. came out. Come on. Leave me <laughs> no, I remember, but... uh, I think we were going through, like, Twitch on, uh, on the console, on the TV downstairs, and we saw, we had yours up, and then you logged off, and it was the offline screen, and we were like, that is so freaking awful. Yeah, I think it, I think it shows the division... Black Ops yeah, and CSGO. Yeah, it has the Division. We haven't touched the Division in for freaking ever. No, that game came right. out and then like a lot of us just dropped just off. just died. On it. Yeah, we were just like, bye, and then only like four people stayed on it. Yeah, and even oh, then, not really yeah. uber consistently. But that was also like back when we were hard, like hardcore going into Destiny still, like while we were still well, looking it came for out something. On a, it came out on a break of Destiny, but then... Then Destiny new content came out, and then we started going back on Destiny, and then Division Three died. It, that's also because they had a whole bunch of glitches and things that just made the game not so fun. They made some poor choices. Oh, people are using this exploit that we didn't notice when we put it out. We're going to ban them. Oh, Ubisoft, oh. no. It's like, <laughs> like, oh, Ubisoft just did all the Ubisoft things. Not what Yikes. not to do. Like, this is, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like you would think Ubisoft would learn or something. But... Hmm. <sighs> that game that game was such a disappointment it had so much hype at e3 i remember seeing like it showed like uh the the people playing in game and then like one of their friends is like oh I'll send in a drone to help and they open up their phone and do some sort of app that was going to be integrated with the game so that they could did they send ever in even drones have that? like i don't no. even remember they had if they no got they to did that not <laughs> no they didn't even implement it later oh gosh 
No, I mean, maybe they have by now, but I don't think so. The Division 2 we finally bring to you, what we what we right? you. Oh, wait, that sounds like Destiny 2. Huh. Well, that was the thing. Like, I know a lot of people joke about, like, Destiny being, like, a beta or whatever. Like, Destiny 1 was basically just the beta and whatever. Oh, no, that game was horrible. But like no. I think... No, I think the division's beta was better than their actual game launch. Like, <laughs> Ubisoft was like, "Here, hold my beer. I got this." I got this. So We're going, you look great, Bungie. So going back into Stream Tools, keep. <laughs> yeah. Um, Streamlabs even recently, what was the bot called? They they took over a bot that was oh Ankbot. Ankbot, yeah, Ankbot yeah, they was. Took over they took bot over it and was basically like. I don't even know if they paid for it or like they were just like, Hey, do you mind if we like take over this project? And so, or maybe they just gave the dude a job and was like, here, let's brand. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I, yeah. Not sure what happened behind the scenes there, but yeah, they, they got Ankbot, which was really smart because that was like probably the uh, most common custom like, bot that people use. And you know, what's funny is about two years when I moved down to Texas, I started working on a bot called light lightly bot or lighty bot or something i don't know anyways it basically controlled my phillips hues but then i started adding in like surveys and things like that and the only issue was was at the time i didn't have the skills to integrate it into the ui like i knew how to make the ui i knew how to make the back end i didn't know how to put them together <laughs> like that that middle piece to put them together and i was like man i missed out on an opportunity <laughs> <laughs> it's like well damn <laughs> yeah but it, it is funny because i actually recently saw like a plug-in for Streamlabs that allows users to vote on like what lights to choose for the philip hughes lighting and, i've seen that and, and what's to be fair the way i got into it was i found an open source piece of software and then i I used it and I was going to put it in my bot. And then I was like, I just only need this piece and this piece. And I want to use this polling system. So I basically just looked at their source code and was like, Oh, I can write this scrapped it. And then just rewrote the parts that I needed. Like I didn't even copy and paste. I literally wrote them line by line because I was like, I don't need their code for this. It was really easy, really basic. Um, basically all it does is talks to the, the little hue hub in your Wi-Fi. You, mm -hmm. you give it like this developer key, it talks to it, and then you just – it basically everything else was just logic for the wow. like whatever the person selects from Twitch. So it had nothing – so when it talked to the Philippines, it really wasn't doing much. So I was like, I don't even know why I needed this <laughs> like mm. when I downloaded the plugin. Really, really yeah. interesting nerd stuff. If you guys want to look into the Philips Hue lighting, they have some pretty cool, pretty cool developer UI stuff that you can do with it, and a lot of light studying. Like I didn't realize how much light affects like how you wake up and how you sleep and all this other oh, yeah. things energizes yeah. and. There's a whole like light therapy. It's pretty cool. I yes. was looking at getting like the Philips color lights. I thought it was cool. The whole like, like what you talked about the vote to change colors and you can do commands where they can change colors on your lights and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I thought about doing something like that would be cool. But then I stream with the green screen. So you're like, what's the point? <laughs> kind of lost on it then. Which... I've thought about streaming without a green screen and actually like putting up some of my pops and figures behind me on the wall here. Which brings but... me to to a question what know. are you gonna do for the holidays this year because last year you had your I had lights the tree and you had lights, lights on your 
Yeah. Chair? I lit up my chair. Yeah, I put, like, the twinkle lights on my chair. And then I had, like, my little mini, like, Twitch mystery that, like, if you, all my subs that I got. I, would th- I did subs and any, like, either $5 tips or 500 bits, whatever. Anything that was $5, basically. Got a uh, your own little ornament with your name on it on my, my Twitch mystery. So I'll probably bring the tree back. Um, I don't. I think I still have the lights. You so know I'll what? Probably put the lights on my chair again. You could do is you could create a digital version of the tree, and put that as your background on your green screen, so that way you yeah, can but that's just so fun. It's you nice can literally you easily tree. add someone. <laughs> but real trees are nice. Oh no! Well, I, like I, I my, love real trees. My like Why? real fake tree because i can't have a real real tree because of my allergies i would die (laughs) allergies smellies like breathing is important so i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do something though i'm sure i'm thinking with the tree i'll probably just put it kind of by the dogs i'll like adjust the dog Uh, cam a little bit oh yeah you could have the dog sleep around it yeah it's gonna be super cute. Doggos, cute mm-hmm. over the until Nora walks over and like <laughs> topples it, it over <laughs> or lays on it. Like, oh, eh, I'll just lay. Like, oh, this is nice. So, I mean, it's usually just the Yorkies over there, anyway. So, I'll probably do that. I'll put like the uh, my little tree over there and uh, set it up so the dogs can lay around it. It'll be super cute. Then, oh. yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna do the lights on my chair or not though, because I was honestly kind of a pain. Yeah, no, to get I, to like I could stay on my chair. I couldn't see how that was working. I, I thought you like had super glue or tape holding it onto your chair. <laughs> I did. I had tape. I had I had tape, and then I bought the the fairy lights that had the malleable wire, so it would at least bend uh, very well. As I'm talking about how Nora doesn't usually lay over here, she, she just, just came lays. over here and laid over here. <laughs> She's like, "You're talking about me." She's like, "Oh, hi, mom." Oh, no, you guys are fairly so. distracted and talking about me. Uh, <laughs> Hello. So Streamlabs, so. yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it would be cool. So I don't know. I kind of want to do like not a green screen background because you just can do for cool the holidays and with, other like, backgrounds. Well, no, in general, like so I could have all my figurines and stuff up behind me that I've like collected over the years. But I like the clean look of a green screen on games. You know. That's true. It looks nice like, when it's just you on games. Yeah, and since I have the puppy cam on there too, it would just be really cluttered to have puppy cam and my cam with a background. What you can do is you can set up a wall oh, where all of that, where all of that is actually mm-hmm. set up. Take a picture, and then on your just use like chatting with the, them, you can use that as your background on the green screen, so it looks like you have a background. You know what? I should do that. I have like a bunch of it set up downstairs already. See. Just Good saying. job. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Streamlabs, uh, do you see any competitors coming in their way? Has there any? Be- has there been anything that's been capturing your eye lately in the realm of stream tools that might nope. pose threat? Nope. Do Do you see them posing <laughs> threats to the artist community in the way that artists used to get commissioned for layovers and things like that? Or do you think it's still going to stay about the same, maybe level out a little? I think it'll be the same, to be honest, because a lot of people, I think, 
they they'll use the stuff oh, at the beginning my. that's already there because oh, you know no. you want to click you want to get going and they've i mean they've got some really really nice looking ones in there even animated um, too yeah and animated like they're they're super cool i really like a lot of them to be honest <laughs> um but i think that commissions um are still going to happen because people still want overlays and things for their stream that are unique to them that they know that no one else is going to have and that's the difference and that's something that stream labs can't give because it's an open source library for everyone whereas commission artists you know whatever you're commissioning from them is going to be specifically tailored for your channel that's very true so there's like they, they just they can't compete with the the individuality that I, I think get. we might see like a more quality like uprise in certain qualities or such coming from the commissions because I know that there were a lot of people doing commissions out there that was just kind of like throwing together things and they weren't necessarily the best but they were overcharging people for those things yeah I think this is gonna force sort of an increase in uh, quality because if it's nice to have something individual, but at the same time, right. you don't want to have something individual that looks like potato oh, compared to what you can get for free on Streamlabs. Yes. So it's like, which is good, which is good. I think that'll sort of help balance out uh, people who are overcharging possibly, or, you know, if on a positive side, it'll force um, artists to, you know, up their game. So it's a good encouragement there. For sure. Yeah. All right, I I'm think like I... legit browsing through their thing right now. <laughs> You're like, ooh, I didn't see all these. They look so pretty. <laughs> I mean, they also introduce plugins to Streamlabs like OBS or their Streamlabs, whatever they're calling it. This, um, I, what is that? Slobs, I guess, is what I'm calling it. Anyways, but they, uh, these plugins are almost like Twitch plugins or extensions where it's basically like another application you can drag on top of your stream or give you like certain integrations into games it's very interesting stuff um, hmm. that's kind of how uh that's how bebo is actually integrating into doing like the Fortnite's tournaments not giving yeah. away a, a lot of their secrets but it uses a certain type of technology that looks at the screen on Fortnite, recognizes how your score records that score does a lot of processing and is able to tally your team versus someone else's team in the back end and then That's so cool. it's a leaderboard and the way that the the tournaments that they created for Fortnite were really fun and it worked almost like you were in the game of Fortnite but you pretty much it didn't matter what lobby you're in you just had a group of two like you guys did duos and the whole point was to get as many kills as you could and there were rounds to these and so they effectively you were outrunning a storm within side of a storm, right? So you had to get a certain number of kills on the leaderboard. It was like a knockout. Is that the game that, like, where in Call of Duty, where if you were lowest on the leaderboard, you got knocked out that round? Or yeah, it, it that was sounds right. So, something like that. You know, knockout Ooh. is probably like the layman's term for it. But there, there's always been this type of game mode, but they just did it with a leaderboard for a whole nother game. And it made it really fun and. The only the thing that they've been modifying is like the time and how quickly to do these things. But they've given away like fifty thousand dollars or more by now. 
um, to the winners. It's it's ridiculous how much they their tournaments actually have a pretty good cash prize. That's cool. Not sponsored by Bebo, just just really <laughs> really good technology, great developers, and a great team in general. Um, mm-hmm. I I was partnered with them when they were a stream uh, streaming application, but that. That was I, I got that partnership while I was sick and I did fifty hours of streaming over a three day weekend while sick. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. It was the Call of Duty War uh World War Two beta. I just completely I don't know how I, I zombied through that, used caffeine to power through it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I thought about doing um that but that was when i discovered that bebo didn't like my computer so i didn't bebo said screw your computer (laughs) pretty much i was like well i tried (laughs) so i think that's where we're going to end the podcast today and uh thank you kaden for joining us again yeah it was fun Um, man thanks for co-hosting also if you guys have any questions about the topics that were that came up or had comments to talk about with us you can always find us on twitter my handle is Carlin R B K A R L A N R B, and Cadence is Caden Vera, C A Y D E N V I E R R A, and those are our Twitter handles. Yes. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for stopping in, and goodbye. Damn it! You crossed the Bye. Oh God. Damn it, Patrick.